Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2409. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in Los Angeles, California, car center of the world, with a very special guest by the name of Karen Brown. Karen, welcome to Cars Yeah! Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Yeah, Mark, let's get started. Hi, everyone. How's it going? Going well at Cars Yeah! World Headquarters here. Now, before I introduce you, Karen, and we dive into this world you've created for yourself, what's one little thing that maybe people don't know about you? Uh, I actually didn't really grow up with a ton of cars around me, which is kind of funny. I mean, I always had a passion for automotive, but you know, a lot of people who grew up or are in this industry had a you know a lot more stories about their past with vehicles. I actually started out more in my uh, in my teens and right after college and into the automotive space. So I fell in love with it when I got started in my industry, and I haven't left. <laughs> no, you haven't in a big way. Well, let me introduce you here properly, and we're going to dive into a very fun world you've created for yourself. Karen Brown is the vice president of events and expert differential marketing for the Motor Trend Group, part of Warner Brothers Discovery. She is a powerhouse communicator, as you're going to learn here, as if you don't already know her, collaborator, innovator, and ideator. I love that word. Karen continues to cultivate an expansive variety of events and initiatives while leading the internal team in development and execution of high-level events and sponsorship activation. She has had an extensive career in account management, experiential marketing, sponsorship activation, digital account management, and program creation within organizations including the Garage Team, Mazda, Deutsch, David and Goliath, as well as Disney ABC Television Group prior to joining Motor Trend. We'll be back in just a moment, but first a word from our sponsors. They keep the fuel in the tanks here, so give them a little love if you would, and we'll be right back. Buckle up. Years ago, when it was time to renew my collector car insurance policy, my carrier's rates went up, way up, but my usage was the same and I never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. So what's with that? So I turned to American Collectors Insurance. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? Then it's time to look around and call American Collectors Insurance. I shopped around, I asked friends for recommendations, and found a winner that I can trust. And boy, I'm glad I did. I saved hundreds of dollars every year and slept better at night knowing my baby was properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by their history of taking great care of their clients. What could be better than that? So give them a call and ask for a quote today. 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love like I did with American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Did you know that Cars Yeah! is in the top 1% of all podcasts based on listenership according to Lipson, the premier RSS feed for podcasts in the United States? That's right. Plus, DuPont Registry recommended Cars Yeah! is one of their top 10 car podcasts 
for you to enjoy. Cars yeah has experienced tremendous growth, plus your ads are evergreen, meaning they never go away. And more and more listeners find Cars yeah every day for their daily dose of automotive inspiration. Do you want to expose your brand to a highly targeted list of automotive enthusiasts in a very unique in very personal way, well, I can help you. Contact me, Mark Green, at mark at carsyad.com or through the website at carsyad.com today to learn more. So, Karen, uh, we're back. Motor Trend, where you've landed yourself. But I want to maybe go back a little bit in time of how you got into the automotive sector because you certainly have played, but you're really all about making connections is my interpretation of what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, so I I was in college and I was working at um, the senior tennis tour and at the time senior tennis tour was like thirty five and older so I feel <laughs> I feel like I'm in that category now. At yeah, the time I, it felt old, but now I'm like um, I've blown right past that category. <laughs> it's in my rearview mirror <laughs> way back. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a funny uh, a time, but um, I always loved live events, and I knew I I wanted to be in that. Um, after I had thought about you know where I wanted to take my career and my passion and everything around it, I got into automotive uh, working through a colleague of mine at Team One on Lexus, and I just I was at Team One advertising with Lexus, and I kind of hopped around to multiple different brands, uh, worked on everything from you know Lexus to Kia Motors to. Uh, Mazda, just multiple brands. And I kind of was like in and out just in terms of like the environment. But yeah, I love it. I just love bringing people together, you know, and every every person has a story. Every car has a story. Uh, and I think it's so unique to be able to, you know, bring those kind of two things together. And then you couple it with the experiences. And now in this crazy world we live in of, of Instagram and TikTok, um, it's just a it's just a it's a fun environment to be in. And, you know, even though I'm into automotive throughout the week, my entire job, I also love going to car events on the weekend. So it's hard for me to, to leave. <laughs> well, for a car person's perspective, you got the dream job because you're not stuck behind a desk. You get to go and do things. You get to meet amazing people. You get to be a part of this. And I've seen this trend over the last probably about 10 years, especially at big events like Car Week, Pebble Beach, and, and other events, a million and so forth, where manufacturers and publishers and people in the world are starting to do or have been doing more and more of this. And Motor Trend, I mean, has such a history. Originally, you think of Motor Trend as a magazine and so forth, but you're so much bigger than that. Oh, 100%. And you know, a lot of people still consider us a magazine company, you know, Motor Trend's going on its 75th anniversary, which we're celebrating next year. And, and no, I was not born around then. Uh, <laughs> and then, <laughs> but still 35 and older in that senior tennis tour. But, uh, you know, and Hot Rod's been around for 75. We just celebrated that this this past year. And, yeah. you know, we used to have upwards of 50 or 60 brands in, in the publishing side. And while that's still around and that's still prevalent, Motor Trend, uh, with now with our partnership with Warner Brothers Discovery, it's a big, it's a big media house. So right. we have everything from content, editorial, journalism, social and events and PR and programming and entertainment. And it's a really fun, fun place to be because we, we offer infotainment or educational tools and things like that for consumers. So if you want to know anything about automotive, whether you're restoring something, you're buying something, you're shopping, you can come to Motor Trend and that's kind of like what we're offering our fans and our consumers. And then my job is to be able to kind of recreate that and bring that to life at live events. And I just, I just love it. I don't really consider it a job. (laughs) Well, I can imagine your head must spin around a lot because it's so huge and grand and wrapping your head around all these events and it used to be there was just a few, con- let's say, concord events, car, car, concord events, right. or vintage racing events. Now it, 
I think you could go somewhere every weekend, year round, around the world. Uh, you know, I do a lot of shows with people from other countries, and there's just event after event, and I thought I knew them all, and they just keep growing. So as part of your job, do you sit there and go, okay, what am I going to, because here we are towards the end of the year, can't believe that's happened so fast. <laughs> do you just sit with your team and go, okay, what are we going to do next year? Do you guys create your own events within events, or do you create your own events, or is it a combination of all that? Yeah, it's kind of a, it's a good question, right? It's a combination of both. And, you know, I think the the great thing about COVID, um, uh, despite the situation was I think it really allowed people to truly, really appreciate being together. Um, you know, and, and I think that we, we learned a lot from that, you know, people want to get under the car, they want to get inside it, they want to drive it, they want to smell the the gas, if it, maybe you're in the EV interest, but you know, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, but I think the, the interest of kind of really creating experiences. So we have our own, our own events that we produce like hot rod power tour and hot rod drag week. And those have been around 15, 20 years, actually hot rod power tour next year will be its 30th oh my anniversary. How can that be? I know. And <laughs> scary. I don't know. <laughs> it's very scary. And then actually this December, we just announced a couple weeks ago that we're going to be at hot rod power tour West. So we're doing our first annual power tour West in Southern California because the fans asked for it. And so for me, my biggest thing is like, what are the fans saying? What, what do the fans want? Um, you know, cars and coffees have popped up so uh, tremendously and it's biked in the last couple of years and it's bringing out, youthizing like the the aspect of bringing younger folks also to this space right you see a big paradigm shift in brands trying to figure out how do i connect with the young folks that are that maybe they're not buying as many cars but they still have a passion for that so that's kind of our job is to create experiences for everybody the the young the old uh people that want to get an automotive maybe they're not certain about it maybe their parents were in it but they're not into it but there's something about automotive that really brings people together so we produce our own and operate events but then we also get to like work with a lot of brands uh, especially on the OEM side and build really cool activations where we we get to white label ourselves as their partner and design uh events whether it's tied around F1 or tied around the Concours uh, across the U.S. or, you know, even custom programs and, and reveals. So it's it's really fun. It's really fun. I would think in a way the world's your oyster because there are so many opportunities here. Uh, we just got off of Rensport at Laguna Seca and I'm, I'm sure Porsche continues to be blown away by that event. I mean, they, they sold out. They couldn't even sell any more tickets. There was too many people there. And, uh, you know, when a yeah. manufacturer like that goes, oh my goodness, this is, it's so much more than even the event. People will be talking about this forever. So that's, that's the funness of your world. Is, is that the, or I guess maybe I should rephrase this. What is your favorite part about what you do for your career? Uh, how much time do we have? Mark? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all up to you. So, <laughs> I, I love how cars bring people together. And I think that there's something there. Uh, you know, like I said, everyone wants their story to be told. Um, and that's what I love doing. I love taking something on a on a PowerPoint presentation or a whiteboard at the office and being like, okay, if we were to create the ultimate, you know, um, Japanese car show, or we were to create the ultimate American post-war car, what would that be for fans? Why would they want to come out? What does that make sense to the fe the people that are technically interested, but then bringing new people into it and seeing something like everyone can bring out any creative idea into 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 an event and then seeing that come to life in a physical form. It's so powerful. So the months and the time and the conference calls and the emails and the 
text messages that goes on to planning something like that. I think that's powerful. And a lot of those stories aren't told as to how even something like Rensport, you know, came to life. I'm sure it was, but it's not, it's not an easy task. And I think that people that do come to these events, they really do appreciate the power that it has for a brand like that uh, to, to build something so massive and for the fans ultimately, you know, and, and, and keeping the momentum of the car community alive is, is extremely powerful. Oh yeah. It blows me away. And I, I think these events and you've, you know, it cause you're knee deep, neck deep in it doing even more than just around cars and the, the Doobie yep. brothers at Rensport. I mean, the Doobie brothers now they're that ages me, but like, okay, I'm back in junior high, high school, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty darn cool. So uh, combining all this, and I think you're right, it, it brings in a different group of people and that opens up the world. But I agree with you. It's all about the people. Cars, I always say, are the catalyst to bringing all mm-hmm. of us back together. And cars seem to be one of those unique things that overrides all socioeconomic and and every other political background. People don't care. If you like cars, I like cars. We have something in common. Let's share that passion. And that's a big part of it, right? Yeah. And I think you meet a lot of, you know, you meet a lot of good friends and contacts uh, in the industry. Some of these people could become lifelong friends. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Lifelong friends. And there's nothing. And then to your point earlier, like you might go to an event and, you know, not see a person for a long time. And then a couple months later, you see them. Oh, I didn't know you had that vehicle or I didn't know you, you were interested in restoring that. And that just sparks conversation. And that's really powerful. And that's really fun. And weaving in the lifestyle and everything from like, you know, culinary to music to entertainment. Like it's just, it's such a powerful uh, space to be in. Oh, it really is. You mentioned some of those going to the quail every year, all the different peripheral companies, cigar companies, uh, vodka companies, uh, jewelry, uh, yachts, airplanes that come in and are part of it. Uh, it really is growing and growing. And talking about people, I'm wondering if there's somebody in your past that has been what I like to call a driving inspiration, a mentor, an influential person that is, you look back and go, man, I'm so glad they've been in my life. Uh, I get this question asked a lot, and I always go back to my dad. My dad is someone who we independently uh, and dependently operate in a very similar way. Uh, he inspired me as a young kid. I always wanted to work. I always looked up to him in terms of how much he put into his his, his work, but also his personal life. I still got to work on my personal <laughs> aspects of things, but um, maybe I'm too much into cars. I don't know. But, you know, he... He empowered me a lot as a young kid to do what I wanted to do. And I, I cannot thank him enough for that. Um, you know, he always supports my career and everything that I do and knows how much passion I put into it. And he also, though, gets on me about certain things and which makes me become a better person. You know, um, we're all we're all here for one reason and multiple reasons with that at times. And I think it's powerful to have uh, someone around that has supported me both on and off my career over the years. And I honestly can't think of enough for everything you've done. Uh, You're very fortunate. It's wonderful. If you were going to give a young person advice who would love, I mean, they're listening to this story and they're going, I want to be just like Karen. (laughs) What, (laughs) What type of advice would you give them to get involved into the automotive sector? I would say, you know, it it doesn't have to be anything big at the beginning. You know, I think a lot of people um, see something on Instagram or social or digital and they're like, I have to have that job. It's like the best thing about one's career that I've always learned is 
starting somewhere and not knowing where you're going to go and allow your journey to be told. And I think that a lot of people that want to get in this industry, they maybe want to be on TV or nowadays they want to be an influencer or a content creator. And I always ask, like, ask yourself, like, why do you want to do that? What is your passion? What's your interest? And, you know, you could, you could start out, you know, interning, you could start out in a shop somewhere um, learning. I think that's a big thing as well, that um, it's always important to to be around people that you can learn from um, and get inspiration from. But I'm, I'm also a big proponent of like failing. And I, the reason why I say that is because I think that you ultimately grow better when you do fail, but you have to learn why you failed. And you have to ask yourself those questions on a regular basis, which can be very challenging for the youth because they always want something right now. But I think it's okay to, I think it's okay to, to fail, but then be, realize like, I'm failing because of X, Y, and Z, and now I've got to learn from that. I'm going to become a better person, and then I can pass it forward. So that always that always gives me hope and inspiration. Yeah, great advice. You know, having done so many shows as I have, I have people that come back that were on the show early years ago, and I just had a guest two weeks ago, R.J. Devera, who started. Oh, he's a good veteran of mine. Yeah, he's a very yeah. Good of mine. I mean, you look yeah. at him, and you know, I had him on when he was just kind of out taking pictures of cool cars and trying to be an influencer or just posting pictures and things. And now he's the, now he's the vice president of marketing for SEMA. So, you know, know. you just Correct. never know. You've got to stick with it. But it doesn't happen as quickly as some of these TikToks and uh, Instagram pages make you want to think. You've got to stick with it. But I think as we both learned, meeting people, talking to people, asking questions. And you mentioned an important word. I share this all the time, the word why. You've got mm-hmm. to determine why you're doing this. I always direct people to Simon Sinek and read his mm. book or look at his TED talk or you know look at his page and figure out why you really want to do this because that will help drive you. I would assume that's what it did for you, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, I think I, sometimes I've gotten into spaces that I'm, you know, obviously not too proud of and I take a step back and yeah, five, 10 years down the road, I go, you know what? That was probably not the best move, but I learned from it and I now now know why I did what I did, you know, but it, but it also comes down to relationships. And I think that you know, at times we get into situations or moments or challenges of our career where we often don't know really what we're doing and we're just kind of going, you know, and <laughs> yeah. maybe on the road, maybe driving behind the wheel. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, but just just in general, I think it, it comes down to your relationships that, that you build within it, because this industry, as, as you know, is extremely small. You just mentioned RJ Devera and, you know, we didn't know each other years ago and now we're, you know, very close colleagues and friends. And I'm so honored and blessed for what he's been able to do with his career and how he's been able to to mentor kids and, you know, really get into a new space and get out of his comfort zone. Yeah. Um, which is which is what I also like when you when you mention the word why, you know, getting comfortable with the uncomfortable I think is also extremely important in this space too. So so, so let's get comfortable with the uncomfortable with this next question. And this is what I call the challenge <laughs> uh-huh. question. Nice segue you did there. Beautiful. So the challenge question and that is share a really challenging situation, even a failure that you met up with. But more importantly, when you look back, as you just mentioned, you can say, you know, I'm kind of glad that happened to me because it taught me a really valuable lesson. Is there one of those in your life? Uh, again, Mark, <laughs> maybe, maybe we don't if, have a time. How much time do we have? Yeah, well, just pick one. <laughs> I've got I'll a lot just, too. I'll try to pick one. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think a very challenging situation was, and I'm not going to I'm not going to name the organization, but I was some, I was working somewhere where I was challenged with someone who came across my path that was super competitive, didn't really see the, the positive side and the, the team that, that she had felt that there was a lot of competition. And 
some of us were obviously, it was automotive related, but some of us felt like, you know, what are we doing wrong? You know, are we doing something wrong? Is she doing something wrong? And some of us kind of took a step back and realized, you know, maybe she's the one that's actually not, not having a a good time at the moment. So Mm -hmm. we all kind of worked through it together collectively. And it made me, it made me realize that yes, we're all, we're all humans in this automotive industry, but we, we also uh, need to respect our peers. And I think we need to come out of this stronger and help each other out more than, than bring each other down. That was kind of a, an interesting way with learning more about yourself, you know, and taking a step back and not reacting so quickly to things to overcome what you can do in the next and help other people out. Nicely said. It is. It's about helping other people out. And when we encounter people that are challenging, sometimes just a question of what's going on with you. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we never know what's going on with people uh, at home or whatever it might be. They might be battling a, a big demon in some way in their life. I want to talk about special vehicle in your life. And I know that you drive a Toyota 4Runner, uh, a trail mm-hmm. edition, I understand. But you're a lady after my own heart because you have aspirations for a very wicked Porsche 911 <laughs> GT3 RS. I've been a Porsche guy forever. Yeah, so... <laughs> T- tell me, maybe you can talk about one or the other here because of time constraints, but uh, okay, let's just talk about the Porsche. Why on earth would you want a GT3 RS as if I need to ask? Why, why not? <laughs> why not? Why okay. not? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, there's such a... Yeah, I'm just trying to imagine being in LA traffic in one of those things. You need to be at the track. You need to be at the track, but you could also be on the streets of, you know, the beach routes and yep. going up, up Malibu on the canyon side or... Uh, you know, maybe down to La Jolla at seven o'clock on a Sunday morning when there's nice. no one there on the five freeway. I don't know. Yeah. It's such a, it's the brand itself is something I'm so passionate about because you know what you're getting when you're getting into a Porsche, you know, it's going to be designed and engineered, right. You know, that it's going to, you know, function for you. You're going to get the feel uh, that you want on and off the track. And I think it's something that gives you like that power and that energy without being like, in a, in a, I would say in a very sophisticated way without feeling like extremely snotty or rude on the road yeah. or on the track. That's yeah. kind of, that's how I, that's why I want one. Maybe, maybe not in the next, you know, near future, but in the, in the time being. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I've had lots of 911s and most of them were daily drivers, a few were toys, but uh, they're just yep. one of those cars to me that has been, a, it's still kind of the same. For so long, and we just saw Porsche celebrating 65 years of, yeah. you know, and 70 years for the brand, uh, 70, 70. 75, was it 70 or 75? It, it's a long 75. 75. 75 Holy yeah. cow, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking yeah. of a t-shirt I have that has 70, so that was five years ago. But yeah, it's just one of those brands, and I think you're right, it's a little less, now some might disagree, but a little less snobby than, say, uh, you know, supercars, hypercars, some of these cars that are just so far out there that are, they're uh, what my friend Bruce Canepa calls one hour cars. Uh, you drive them yeah. for an hour and then park them. Cause like, and then you go back to your Porsche when you really want to get out <laughs> and enjoy, but well, it's, it's, yeah. And it's, it's attainable, right? It's a, it's a vehicle that you can yeah. actually, it's attainable and it's easy in the realm of like having it for your daily on your daily, or, you know, maybe it's something that you do drive on the track or on the weekend, but like, yeah, to your point, it's not, that a hypercar or supercar where you feel like you only want to drive it to a cars and coffee or a private event or something like that. So yeah. uh 100% agree with you. Well, when you get that car, send me a picture or better yet, give me a I ride. Will. Okay. That's what that's actually, what. yeah. I'll, I'll call you. Mark, are you in Southern California? Uh, How fast can I be there? Yeah, I'm on my way (laughs) for sure. Go down to the Porsche Experience Center and and have a little bit of fun. So I'm a bit of a car psychologist. I'm going to dare to crawl into your head because you are a 
You are a dynamic, fast-moving person. Uh, if you were reincarnated, pun intended, manifest mm-hmm. as a vehicle, what would Karen Brown be, but more importantly, why? Uh, you know, I, I don't actually know. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to flip it around and actually ask you this question. Oh. What car do you think I would be and why? Oh, my gosh. Okay, now you're really <laughs> making it tough, you know. Well, you know what I'm going to – I'm going to – Hmm. Well, you've okay. I'll I'll, de- I'll define this here. You you've got to be fast moving. You're not an idle yep. vehicle. You've got to be something that does a whole bunch of complex things all at the same time. Because working on events, there's a whole bunch of pieces of this puzzle that have to come together. So very technical, very um, I say I'll say modern to the day. Is what you've got to okay. be okay. Fast, technical, beautiful course. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So uh, I think I'm going to go back to what we just talked about. I think you're a Porsche um, because they do all of those things, but they also do it with a little class and some style. To do what you do, you've got to have that um, because you've got to just, I, I just, I vision you juggling so many things and so many personalities and trying to please so many people, not only the clients you deal with, but the people attending, the guests coming in. Um, and I see Porsche is kind of doing all that. You said it yourself. You can take a Porsche to the track and then you can drive it home. You can sit in traffic, not worry about it. I've done that many times in, in many of my cars. So did I chintz out on the answer or do you think I'm, I'm pretty close? I think you're pretty spot on. I actually, uh, I think you, I think you nailed it to the T, which is crazy. Okay. I love uh, it. Very good. No, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's probably what I would have picked in, in okay. some sort of way. But yeah, I think it's, it's, um, yeah, you nailed it. I'm not even going to respond. I can't even, I can't okay. even compete with what I, you said. Well, good. Well, I, geez, well, I'm a good listener then. So there you go. You, are. Uh, you know, I also like to ask people if how they, cause car people are givers, uh, how they like to give back. And I look at your entire career path and what you do there at Motor Trend is you're giving back to not only your clients and your customers, your readers, your viewers, but also to the experiential environment that you create for people to come and have fun. Is that how you, in a way, perceive your career path here? Yeah, I I, um, I always, you know, at the end of the day, I always take a step back and go, okay, what did I, what did I do today right? What did I do today wrong? Did I make um, am I making everybody else satisfied and happy? Right. And is yeah. that, is that my ultimate goal? And at times I go, yeah, I did, or I didn't, or maybe I didn't go down the path the right way today. I gotta, I gotta work on that. Um, it goes back to what my dad always taught me and what I, I feel he's done a really great job at is like, you can't always please everybody. You know, people are going to be pleased the way they want it, the way they're going to interpret something. But if I'm doing my job right, and I'm giving people a platform a voice to be heard, a space to feel comfortable in, then I'm doing my job, whether it's my, my team members, my coworkers, my peers, clients, sponsors, uh, vendors, suppliers, fans, enthusiasts, whatever it might be. Obviously, we all are humans and we have a ton of learning to do every single day. But I think I always go through my brain, like, what did I do right today? What did I do wrong today? And if I, <laughs> if I did something wrong, I've, I've got to be okay to admit it. You know, I've got to be okay with being able to be challenged by that a little bit and to be able to like showcase what I'm, what I'm strong at and then learn and then learn from my weaknesses and then be able to help others and or other people can help me. I think often, you know, if you're mentoring someone or you're helping someone, you might be getting something also back in return. I think we have to accept that as, as, as we grow in our careers, you know, we didn't get in our careers for, for who we are now. We, we had a journey. So 
I think that's uh, extremely important um, for people that are coming up in this industry and everyone that we touch on a daily basis. Well, for sure. And you touched on something very important that I've learned. People have asked me, man, of all, you know, you've talked to so many people. What has this experience for the last nine and a half years taught you? And and you mm-hmm. touched on this. It's taught me that we are happiest as humans when we give back and help other people. And sometimes it takes people a long time to figure that out. But I always say to people, if you're unhappy with your life, go out and help somebody else. Don't think about how to help yourself. Think how to help somebody else. And through that, you will find joy. And it's it works all the time. It does. And I, yeah, even if you don't know it, even if you don't know it right then and there, you might know it a month or two or three years later. You right. know, yeah. I, I think we live in this and you can keep me honest here, but I feel like we live in this digital fast paced environment and world now that everybody wants an answer like right away. And I think we often have to start accepting it a little bit that like things come when they're supposed to come and there's a reason behind them. And if there's bumps and challenges along the way, it's okay. You know, you're able to to learn from that, but you've got to take that step back before you can take those steps, those multiple steps forward for yeah, sure. That old story, enjoy the journey. The destination is not always mm-hmm. what it's, <laughs> what it's booked out to be. So how about books? I love to share great Ooh. books. Is there one in particular you could share with us? Um, there is a book, uh, by the name of, uh, uh, it's written by the name of Mark Job. Um, it's called Unstuck. Uh, and I actually pulled it out of my, my bookshelf here. It's called Out of Your Cave Into Your Call. Okay. Um, and there's things, it's, it, there's things that is, it's like kind of a wake up call for people that are feeling stuck. And it kind of goes back into the mindset. It helps you discover what's holding you back from, from moving things forward. And it goes back to that thing we talked about earlier is the why question. What are you doing? Why are you doing it? How can you rediscover yourself? How can you set your boundaries and really like peeling back the onion a little bit. And that's kind of how I, I go through my life on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, but also uh, in my job, you know, I, I sometimes get stuck where I'm like, gosh, I'm really having a difficult time, like coming up with this event concept or, how how can I navigate this contract with this vendor or partner or whatever it is the right way? So it doesn't just benefit my company or my team. It also benefits them and then it benefits the fans. So I often read it just, uh, there's multiple chapters in there, you know, uh, defining moments and putting forth boundaries and what's on your storyboard, what's on your vision board, things that you can actually like take a step back to get more in that creative mindset, even if it's like walking away from something for five minutes or a day or two and then get back in it. You know, um, it's a, it's a very powerful book and, uh, he's, uh, uh, it's Christian related, but it's also very like life just in general related about how we, how, what our journey is like, like you mentioned earlier. So that's what I love about it. Nice. I don't yep. think that book's been recommended, which is saying a lot because I've got a place on my website called guest recommended books where there's over 3000 books listed there. I make it really easy for uh, viewers to find them, but I love sharing books uh, with other people. I interview a lot of people who write books, but that one I don't think and it's not on my shelf. I'll have to get my hands on it. So thanks for sharing yeah, something there you go. new. So let's go on the ultimate drive. I'm a bit of an enabler. Okay. I'm going to buy you any car in the world. <laughs> you can take it anywhere. And here's the key. You can take anybody with you you would like, including somebody from the past who's no longer with us, which opens up a world of unique companions, co-pilots. So what does the ultimate drive look like for you? And again, I'm footing the bill, so don't worry about the spend. (laughs) Well, first of all, it would be multiple drives because we're not, we can't just go on one. You you can't really get, you can't, you can't really get, let's make this an experience, Mark. Let's go on multiple drives. All right. 
um, I, I'd, I'd get in some kind of Porsche, uh, and we would, we would probably go in multiple different locations, you know, do some pit stops, think of it like a luxury rally. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm an athlete, grew up playing sports. I would love some time with Kobe Bryant. Um, not only because we have the same initials. That's um, all. That's right, KBs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I, his uh, Mamba mentality of um, his work ethic and his passion towards what he did on and off the court and what he was doing later on in his life has actually like inspired me in many different ways. And I would love to just rack his brain about you know his passion for doing what he loved doing on the court, but then what he was trying to do off the court and from a family side of things later on in life. To me, uh, so much more. He had so much more potential. He was going in so many different places. But that whole mama mentality of, you know, questioning yourself and asking questions and watching your tapes and studying things really, and you know, it's so inspirational. Very nice. I think that's the first yeah. first person to mention bringing Kobe along. So that would be spectacular. And you have been spectacular today. I knew Aww, that you would be. Well, I want to thank you for spending some time with us today. Before I let you go, could you offer us maybe some words of inspiration or wisdom, a mantra or a success quote of some kind? Yeah, of course. Um, well, first of all, thank you for having me on You're here. You're welcome. An honor, an honor, not only an honor to be on it, but an honor to receive an email from you. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm going to hold you to that drive. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, um, I, uh, I would just love for the fans and the listeners to know that no matter what you're going through, um, whether it's, you know, good, bad, or the ugly, whatever you're, you're dealing with, um, there are, there are ways to, to come out of your fell and break through whatever you're dealing with, whether it's business, personal life in general, and also when it comes to automotive business, think about your, your journey and what you want and be able to put forth your passion into everything that you do from your, your personal life to your career. And, you know, this automotive industry is a, is a tough one to be in at times, but it's also really enjoyable. And if you're thinking about getting into it and you're kind of struggling about where you want to go, you know, there's nothing wrong with tapping your feet into anything new and challenging yourself to to get into it and, and see where your journey goes and, and be okay. Like I said, with failing or, or, or messing up, or it's just part of the learning process, you know, and, and accept it and be part of it and embrace it. Well said. I love it. How can people learn more about you and motor trend? Uh, me, I'm on uh, Instagram. My IG handle is uh, KB 499 red. Um, I'm also <laughs> on Facebook as well. Uh, there's a story behind the 499, but <laughs> anyways, uh, and, um, yeah, Motor Trend, you can find us on social, motortrend.com. Uh, all of our social channels are up. Again, I really appreciate time here with you today. And who knows what, where, the, where this journey could take us on the next chapter. You know? Well, so thanks again. you never know. You're, you're very welcome. I can't thank you enough for your time. I want to do a shout out to your colleague there, Sandy Olson, who helped get us together. Sandy, thank you very much for Yay. making this happen. Yay for Sandy. Uh, well, Karen, <laughs> hey, this has been a delight. I knew it would be. I'm so glad we connected. I want to thank you for your time, your expertise, sharing your power. And you are power. Uh, until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you. Probably in a Porsche down the road. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. You're welcome. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. Their talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and firsthand experience at collector car auctions and more. 
They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. Did you know that less than 3% of all automotive technicians in the United States are women? You may not be surprised, but you should be concerned because our country is facing a massive technician shortage right now. Skilled, qualified techs are in high demand, and we need young women and men to consider these careers as a viable path to a fulfilling life. I've interviewed hundreds of women in the automotive sector here on Cars Yeah, and I know that women make great techs. That's why I support the nonprofit Tech Force Foundation and its Women Techs Rock initiative to ensure women see themselves in the profession, the industry, and the workforce. Learn more at techforce.org today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to carsyeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!